Hello everyone and welcome to the debug log number 19. This episode is a big one. It's one of our biggest guests yet. It's Clive Downey, the CMO, the Chief Marketing Officer of Unity. At Unite 2015, while we were sitting at the keynote, Zach, uh, not Ryan, Eduardo, Obina, and I, we were sitting there and Unity introduced this new concept, this new marketing push called Made with Unity. And it's basically at the time a website and it's going to be much more things, but it's an initiative to promote Unity games, promote all the different things developers are doing with Unity at all times. That's what we push every week. That's the kind of things we talk about with different developers and evangelists all the time. And the person who introduced this concept at the keynote was Clive Downey. We were impressed with him. We thought he was a fun guy. Eduardo tracked him out of the conference. He got it, convinced him to be on the show. It finally happened. We can't be more excited to give you guys this episode. It was fun to do. He's a fun guy. He's also worked at a lot of crazy places and has a lot of fun, interesting stories. So this episode does not disappoint. So without further ado, I give you the debug log, episode 19. Welcome everyone to the Debug Log, and today we have a special guest. He has an amazing background. He worked for many years in EA, the game company, um, as Vice President Marketing, International Marketing Director, Business Manager, and some other titles. He also was <laughs> COO of Zynga, the game company, and now is the current Unity's um, Chief Marketing Officer. Welcome, Clive Downey. Well, thank you. That, that, that's a great. What an intro! <laughs> <laughs> Two hours later, yeah. I am humble. Thank you. I very rarely get to hear people tell me about me, but thank you. Wonderful to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being in the podcast. And uh, so today we're going to talk about made with Unity, um, and uh, what it can offer to all the developers and people that just can make um, a game and release it. So let's, before we go to Made with Unity, tell us a little bit about yourself so people can um, get to know you. Uh, well, I'm English. That's the first <laughs> thing. I'm not putting on an accent. I am English. Uh, I live in America. I've lived in this wonderful country for about 10 years. I, you know, I grew up um, in England uh, in, a, in an era when, um, you know, the... The, the the Sinclair Spectrum um, and then the Atari ST and the Commodore Amiga were and the BBC Micro were kind of <laughs> the in BBC their made a console at that time. BBC the BBC wow. did make. Well, it wasn't a console. It was a it was a proper PC. Oh, okay. It was, uh, had a keyboard and I think about sixteen k of RAM and um, it was a uh, it was a wonderful tan color with even more <laughs> tan buttons. <laughs> but uh, it was a bit big lump of a thing. Uh, but uh, I grew up in that era, and uh, you know, I I was fascinated, like you know, most young people are today. But back then, maybe they weren't so much about everything computers, and I I just loved them, and you know, would buy uh, magazines, print magazines, every every week with uh, discs on the front with uh, bits of script and code on that I could uh, you know mess around with and make my own games, and um, you know, I I. I was fortunate enough at a, at a relatively young age to kind of fall into the games business. Uh, it was back in a day when it was a lot easier to be to, to get into the games business than it is now. 
And, um, you know, I started uh, in QA, which uh, is, is a wonderful proving ground and a learning ground for people getting into the games business because it allows you to, to understand how games are made um, and work closely with development teams to make games better, but at the same time understand uh, how the end consumer reacts to games and really what they want and, and kind of some of the, the key aspects of game making that really resonate with, with customers, kind of how, how quality uh, really makes a difference. Um, and uh, I started there. I did, did QA for a bit. I did some writing for a bit for EA back in the day when manuals were in boxes and games and used, people used to write manuals and write stories in games. Um, I did that. Uh, did some advertising in games, made ads, uh, then moved into this wonderful thing called marketing, which uh, I know scares a lot of people, but it really shouldn't be scared. It's just really about making the right product for the right person at the right time and then telling them about that. That's really what marketing is all about. And um, you know, found that I was pretty good at understanding what it was that people needed and wanted in games and how I could work with game designers and game developers to help them make their games better and make them more relevant and successful uh, with, with the end consumer. And did loads of exciting things, like ran uh, very large parts of the FIFA business at EA, uh, ran some Need for Speed stuff, a small product called Need for Speed. <laughs> uh, worked on, um, you know, uh, worked across Europe in many different countries. I worked in Vancouver for a long time. I worked in Los Angeles for a long time. I came up to San Francisco and then uh, left EA and went to work for NG Moco, which is a beautiful company, which was founded by a very good friend of mine. He uh, asked me to give everything up in the world of corporate and come and be his marketing guy at NG Moco, which was in 2007 when um, the, uh, the smartphone world started. Uh, Apple introduced the first iPhone back then and, and, the, and the App Store. And we had this vision of uh, creating premium, premium quality, premium priced games on the App Store, which, of course, uh, was destined for failure once uh, the, the, the lowest price is free. Everyone tends to gravitate to the lowest price. So when you're selling a game for nine ninety nine, and, and when everyone's selling free products, it kind of uh, doesn't become very successful. Although we had critical acclaim, we made some great games like Rolando and. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Angie Moko was a big deal at the time because it was the yeah. first day. I mean, it was got a lot of press because like this is we're dedicated to mobile games premium. Yeah. It was a oh. neat thing at that time because you're like, oh, this is not just Snake anymore. This is great. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. Those games like Rolando and Godfinger um, and We Rule were just exceptional products that I really enjoyed working with the teams on. You know, some great people at NG Moco. And then, uh, you know, we had the, the fortune of being acquired by DNA, one of the, the largest Japanese game companies. And uh, um, I ran DNA for a while. I was fortunate enough, uh, for some reason, someone thought I'd be a good CEO, which uh, I was very humbled to be asked and, and had a great time working with that team. And then moved over to Zynga and uh, you know, tried to uh, to transition that company to mobile, and we did it relatively successfully, and, and grew their daily active user base, and took over some of the great Zynga franchises to mobile, like Farmville, and uh, kind of redoubled some efforts on things like We Rule, and then uh, decided to uh, give up making games and being involved in that, which I'd done for about twenty years, and move over to the uh, to the um, to the engine side. And, uh, and, and join Unity because I was just fascinated with what Unity were doing and what the plans were for Unity that I heard from John and at the time from David Helgerson and uh, um, came over and I've been here for seven months. So that's, uh, that's me talking nonstop for about four minutes. <laughs> uh, everyone has turned off. Um, but why don't you ask me some questions and we'll make this a bit more exciting. I love games. That's, that's, that's the bottom line. All I've ever done in life is games. 
I love games. I play games, and uh, I have immense respect for the people who make them. And I know a lot about the challenges associated with making games. Uh, there are, and there is none larger challenge um, outside of just the production process than being discovered once you've made something special. And uh, that's that's where we are with Made with Unity. Is we're trying to solve discovery, you know, a couple of s- small steps at a time. Um, and uh, that's prob- I've probably given you a perfect segue there. So why don't you ask me some more? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's go do it. Um, uh, like a few months ago, um, Unity started uh, an awesome initiative called Made with Unity. So could you explain to our audience what Made with Unity is? Well. At its core, um, before before any of the kind of tactical explanations of what it is, why why it exists, I love always starting with the kind of, sort of answering the question why why it exists is um, you know making games is hard, but I tell you even when you've made a game, getting it in front of uh, consumers, people um, who will want to play it and enjoy it is is quite close to to being impossible in this day and age. There's really only three ways you can be successful in terms of getting your product uh, to, to, to a decent scale in this sure. day and age. The first one is um, you, can, uh, you can spend lots of money on advertising. And uh, to spend lots of money on advertising, you need to compete with people who have very high lifetime value in their products, and therefore they can afford to spend a lot um, uh, per installation. So their cost per install, their CPI is what it's called. Um, can be close to as to as much as their LTV. So you've got companies which are driving high lifetime value because they've made good games that monetize well. And those people are bidding large amounts per install. And so you just can't break into that. So there's, and, and you certainly can't break into that if you don't have the cash flow because your game hasn't been successful, so it's cyclical. So that's the first way you can be successful. The second way you can be successful is, and again, if you don't have it, you can't do it. It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, you... Um, you, you can have a big network. If you have a network of, of existing users, um, you know what they like and you can cross-promote your products to those users and go, hey, thanks for playing my first game. Please play my second game. And uh, you're going to get a percentage of those people to try your second game. But uh, you, know, you need some way to kick it off. Um, the third way you can be successful is um, you can be uh, selected by one of the distribution outlets, i.e. the App Store or Google Play or, or Steam, um, or, or any other distribution outlets, um, and you can be promoted by them. Now, that gives you a certain um, small boost at the beginning. Uh, you need to then sustain it probably by doing one of the first two that I mentioned. And if you don't kind of participate in any of those three, three, uh, three ways of getting discovered, um, it's really hard. And so why Made With Unity exists is because we know that um, there are the majority of independent game developers on the planet can't participate in any of those three channels that I talked about. And so we um, want to help those independent developers um, get awareness and exposure for their products uh, amongst a core set of opinion formers. And by doing so, we think we can start to help discovery uh, because... um, you put relevant things in front of people, and then they start to talk about them, and then they use their own networks to broadcast that, and uh, and games start to gain traction. So that's why we d- we started Made with Unity, 
is to um, start the process of solving discovery. And I, and I stress start the process of solving discovery because we realize that you know, our current tactics on Made With Unity are not um, the universal be-all and end-all solution. Um, there are more things that we need to do, and uh, we're excited about doing them. But uh, the, um, the current range of tactics on Made With Unity uh, is a start in, in really fighting and wrestling this, cha- this problem of discovery to the ground. That's interesting when you, you talk about like as a start to this big initiative because were there other plans? I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of ideas you have and you, they're on the roadmap somewhere, but like to, I'm sure there's back and forth of like starting as this website first or starting as some kind of other program or mm-hmm. what was the discussion there about saying, no, we want to start as this website as first, maybe it's a hub and then kind of start building out branches of that program from there. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the starting point was, um, you know, what, what, what can be most, uh, essentially what, what's easiest to do to start with what's easiest to do so we can get out there, um, and start to gather feedback and data so that we can um, to make more decisions off of that. And, you know, as, as we all know, um, creating on web is quick. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, tracking data on web um, is, is, is relatively effortless. And, um, you know, publishing to web, because, you know, our development partners around the world who are now participating in Made With Unity, they, it's all really about them. It's a holding device for their content and story. And uh, you, so you can publish easily on web. So that's what the decision It was like, okay, what can we get out quickly? What can we measure effectively? What's going to be the path of least resistance for our developer partners to uh, to publish to? And that's why we elected to do web first. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're believers in um, in getting things out and uh, and iterating on them and using that information and data to make things better. So that's why that's why we went web first. And I think it's kind of a neat idea for that website. Just when I was watching you guys and we got introduced to you at the, the, the keynote at Unite 2015 and this concept at the same time, um, having that be a website, because that's, that's one of the things that if you come into being a game developer, like you said, marketing is a hard thing at the end of it because that's <laughs> just making the game and finishing and polishing, getting it there is like, all right, we're done. And you're like, what? We have to make a website now and we have to do these things. And I, I thought that was an ingenious idea for some of that stuff because for those games, that these little indie games that might be brilliant, but they're not that great at marketing or great at spreading that ideas or they don't have that network, like you said, they have this little hub. They have this page. It has all their That's information right. there. Yeah, they do. And, and you know, we, we back to my point about, you know, we wanted somewhere that was going to be uh, relatively frictionless and the path of least resistance for people to add content to so that content could be um, discovered. Um, we, in, in the process of providing that, that, that made with Unity destination, we've provided templates and we've provided kind of form factors for people to be able to not get lost and, uh, you know, not kind of, um, struggle with determining h- how should they be presenting their game. Um, we've made it really simple. We, we started right from the beginning by saying, look, this is about stories. Uh, human beings resonate with stories. They, they, people, you know, since the dawn of time, stories have carried information um, through uh, civilizations, through, um, through, through eras. And, uh, you know, tell your story. They're powerful things. And so tell the story of your game and in doing so impart what's special about it and resonate with the right people because the right stories resonate with different people. And, um, and in doing so, 
uh, give people the opportunity to want to send that story to others. And so we've uh, we, we've that that's been the that's 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 really at the hub of of what we're trying to do, and we're seeing we're seeing great success. I mean, in the relatively small time since uh, uh, late September, early October, that we um, that we've been um, we've been out. Um, you know, we we we've gone from a, a, a destination that had zero to a destination which is now a really healthy uh, six-figure um, active user audience. So um, you know, we're getting we're getting hundreds wow. and hundreds we're getting hundreds and hundreds of thousands of uh, of unique viewers to that page on a regular basis to participate in um, in what's there in people's stories. So. We're, we're excited about where it's going, but you know it's also throwing off a lot of data, which enables us to um, further refine the site and further refine our plans for uh, for solving discovery in other ways. Yeah, just to clarify, um, guys, Made with Unity is not only a website. Um, they also, as part of this um, project, they made um, a campaign in Twitter. So um, Unity publishes uh, the gifts of the games that uh, were like featured in in made with unity um like they encourage players to to play that game try it out um like new releases things like that is is um really really um special and awesome idea what you're doing here and when people go to the website the made with unity website um they can notice that they have games um with trailers um stories from the developers um is is um this story are like posts would you say that made with unity is like an upgraded blog um that might be one way of saying it i mean it's uh you know i i think made with unity is a uh is a collection of 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 stories that bring to life why people made their game, and uh, so in that response, you know, in that respect, it's a, it could be a blog. Um, I mean, I, I think you you hit upon some things which are important to, to to talk about. Is yes, at the center of Made with Unity and our uh, desire to change discovery. Now there is a an online site, madewith.unity.com. Uh, around that, we have um, uh, social media. Um, feeds which uh, which are very active. Um, you know, we see very strong uh, average interaction per per post, um, both on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. So we're building those made with Unity communities there. Um, we're, we're, we are fortunate enough to to receive. Um, you know, made with Unity is now. You know, it gets it gets browsed by um, other sites within. Um, the gaming ecosystem who make it a point to go to Made with Unity, I'm finding, to look for good stories. And then they publish those stories on their sites. Um, additionally, we've done, and we, you know, we, we talked about this in, in Boston at Unite, um, we're very passionate about bringing Made with Unity to life in the physical world. So we, um, you know, our first version of that was uh, um, a collaboration with the Game Awards in LA in December, where Um, the Game Awards selected out of the stories that we had um, uh, had placed on the site up to that point three stories that they felt um, represented the indie gaming community. 
um, and uh, they created with along with us um, uh, for broadcast quality uh, video stories, um, which brought to life the developers. Um, and we did it with the likes of uh, Thomas Brush, who's making Pinstripes, a wonderful product. Uh, um, the uh, you know and and and. It, it, it was massively successful. And then Made With Unity will have a presence at GDC, um, where we're bringing a lot of other Made With Unity products there, along with their developers. And so we're, we're, we're starting to bleed into the next, you know, kind of ring, if you like, outside of just an online presence, which is a physical presence and, and video presence. So we're excited about that. Yeah, those videos are actually great. Zach and I watched we've watched those one day during yeah. our lunch break and like these are incredible. And I saw them during that night. I mean, did they play all of them during their game awards? I don't know, but Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. They played played uh, all three. Um they're great. They're, yeah, I mean that we finished those three like they're not are there not 20 more of these things? These are wonderful yeah, right. to watch. <laughs> well, you know what I'd love to do is um and uh, I keep representing this to the great team who run Made With Unity. They're a great, great bunch of guys who run Made With Unity. And um, here I keep saying to them, look, we, we should just ask developers to make their own versions of these videos for their story. Let's just do that. Let's That's just, actually a great idea. In the same way that we've uh, provided um, kind of a template for online storytelling, um, let's just provide a template for video storytelling and have developers make their own videos. Um, everyone's got a video on their smartphone. They don't have to be super well produced with a red camera or, or equivalent. Um, you can make very good videos on your smartphone. And as long as there's some form of form factor and kind of uh, template, um, we, we, we'd like to do that. So I guess what I've just done is I've asked the development community to do that. There you go. <laughs> Exclusive. <Just>, Exclusive. <laughs> please do that. Please do that. And, uh, you know, please upload them. And, you know, what we'll do is we'll... Uh, We'll, 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 we'll utilize them to give you even more discovery and, and um, exposure. Well, that's the kind yeah. of an interesting thread of this is that it's, it's mobilizing the developers and the fans of the game and you know, the people, all, other developers to actually promote that Made With Unity thing. Like we even started doing that with um, every week on the show. We're, well, we're back in our schedule this new year, but every week on our show, we have a game of the week, a Unity game of the week. And the, so that made with Unity hashtag on Friday started becoming a great thing because we get re our episodes come out on Tuesday so we go hey if you missed it check out our Unity game of the week but it's hashtag made with Unity so it's like it's a neat because so it starts building this really nice community of people just trying to promote yeah. good stuff to the top which is great yeah ex- that's and that's it that right there thank you you've encapsulated it in a wonderful soundbite <laughs> please please re-record that and we'll use it on the website I mean that's that's it it's it's utilizing the power of the community who are essentially just pay everyone's a peer right right everyone's a peer to everyone else and uh, it's a, it's finding out what resonates with you because of a story that might have solved a technical problem that you were looking to solve or um you know there's a there's a uh, you know a more evocative emotional uh, story in there around someone's challenge in terms of their creativity and finding that and and bringing something to life something resonates with you and you just feel compelled to Tell other people about that um, because because it's 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 relevant to you. So um, that's all we're doing. We're just facilitating what happens, kind of. I think organically when you get like-minded people together who have a desire to support each other, which the you know the indie development community does, and uh, we're, we're fortunate to be part of that. Right. So um, I have a, a like a two-pronged question here. 
Um, uh, this is tough. <laughs> right, yeah. Sounds like, it sounds like an old earnings call. Sounds like an earnings call. Yeah. You're, only allowed, you're only allowed one question. I'll yes. <laughs> All right. So we have uh, like so on on Made with Unity's website, we have our, our featured column, and we have our all games column. Uh, I guess the the first part of the question is what what criteria do we do does Unity use to judge what would make it into the featured column? And uh, I think like the second part of the question is what would you suggest uh, people who are creating these new uh, made with Unity pages uh, do to uh, I guess attempt to get on that featured column? It's a great question. So so um, how we you know we we, we have an uh, an editorial um, team who looks for um, stories that they believe. Um, you know, are, are doing are doing something kind of unique and different um, that will be of interest to a large a large component of the audience. So, is there a is it like I mean, I've already mentioned this in the earlier in the call? Is there a technology angle? Mm-hmm. Is there a creative angle? Is there a um, um, is there a design angle? You know, is there a a human interest story angle? Um, is there is there a point of learning in in this story that um, we would like to get out to even a broader set of people rather than just the standard set that will find it organically? Um, so we do that. Um, so I would I would recommend that if if you want to get into a featured spot, um, then uh, th- just think about how you know think about what are your unique traits and think about how you can. Uh, be of relevance to the, your the largest set of your peers um, with something new that they may want to find out about. Now, you didn't ask me this, but I'm going to tell you. Um, um, when I talk about this as a starting point, and when I think about when I talk about this as a uh, you know something we wanted to get out and data uh, d- test with data and, and optimize, um, you know what I've essentially explained. Um, in terms of rationalizing how to be, become get a feature is um, I've essentially explained what one of the what the distribution channels do um, that I mentioned at the very beginning of the, t- of the call. There are people who get features and people who don't get features. So um, I'm very aware of the fact that we kind of have that two speed um, uh, process right now with made with unity. And w- what I would like to get to, and uh, what's the aim is to get to a truly curated site um, or a truly curated service that has some logic to it based off of who is viewing the page. So instead of only having one feature uh, group, um, which today is this three, three, and we, cert- we, we cycle them as much as we can, um, y- y- the three products that you might see um, Zach, you know, might be mm-hmm. different from might be different from the three products that I would see, and oh. they might be different, and they might be different from the three products that uh, you know Eduardo might see, or they it's, might be different from the same products that Andrew might see. Kind of like what Steam does now, basically, where they have yeah. their queue and they say, "Hey, here's like ten yeah. games, start going through your queue." So we're very aware of that, right? Yeah. We're very aware that we've just created another site with <laughs> two speed, a two speed kind of um, world in it. And uh, we, that, we, that you know, there's, there's things that there's transformative things that uh, that can take place that can address that. Yeah, because even if it's like I mean, because there are so many of those things that do that, but 
none of them have solved that problem of curation. That's what's so interesting. It's a fascinating problem because they it, it's how do you, you know, tailor those interests and in what they want to see, but also maybe yeah. they want to see other stuff that they wouldn't normally pick and like stuff like that. That's well, I, I would I would uh, I would go out on a limb and say that no one solved it because no one's really tried to solve it. Right, that's true. Really tried to solve they it. They haven't had to try, yeah, I guess. They haven't really tried to solve it. I mean, with respect to, uh, you know, Apple. Love Apple. Use their products. But, um, <laughs> the, uh, then, you know, Game Center doesn't solve it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big uh, paying user of Apple Music. Um, and uh, Apple Music solves it. Apple Music, actually, I, I find quite quite enjoyable as a curation service for the, for me finding and then discovering new music. So it's possible, and uh, when when but the point is, no one's really done it. No one's tried to do it. Um, so uh, we're we're in a fortunate position to be able to do it and take a run at doing it because we have uh, a, you know ten years worth of relationships with developers. We have um, you know thirty percent share. Of uh, you know, just as an example, thirty percent share of um, the mobile gaming ecosystem is powered by Unity. Uh, the top one thousand, of the top one thousand grossing games in the world, thirty percent of them are powered by Unity. It's crazy, uh, right? So, so we have, we have, you know, um, and we're humbled by that. By the way, you know, I throw out data, but we're humbled by it um, that we've been able to achieve that, and it's only been because of people making great games on our engine. And so we have, we have. Um, you know, we have data from that um, that allows us to be able to help in more ways, and one of them is 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 discovery. So, um, you know, we're in the fortunate position where we think we can actually try and do it right. Finally, hmm. awesome. Um, you know, I'd I'd say that the you know some of the constituent parts I think of doing it right aren't necessarily just uh, what is it that people like, but um, who do, who do people like playing with? I think a very, very important um, component of solving discovery is uh, matching people with people. Um, because if you can match people with people, then the games that are discovered out of that relationship, um, that, that's where the magic is. It, it might not just be in providing, uh, providing games in front of people. It might be in, be, be, be in providing the relevant people in front of people. So made with Unity, um, like you said, is awesome for discovery. Uh, but could it become a, a game store like Steam, Apple Store, or Google Play? It, it because, could, but it could. But I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be very specific. We have no interest in being a vendor of product. There are people who do that far better than us in the world. Um, you know, we are a solver of problems. We are a technology company, oh. and uh, we make a game engine. And um, you know, we we don't have interest in trying to do things where we can't be the best. And there are people who are very good at selling games. Yeah, good um, point. There aren't there aren't there aren't people very good at solving discovery. Yeah, because so. the other day I was trying to. Um, I said, let me see how it's to um, upload a, or open a profile in Made with Unity. And I noticed that I have to upload um, a project. It doesn't have to be a game finished. It can be a, a beta. And uh, I said, hmm, this is interesting. 
if they if they wanted they could uh, make a store like Google Play mm -hmm. and you can you have all the information here you have how the game was created uh, information from the developers and you could also have the the game how to get the game because you have a um, a section that says get the game and you put the the link to the Apple Store or the um, or Google Play if it's in in yeah, Google Play that's too. right and yeah. I said yeah they could clearly put uh, another link we just get it from here yeah I think we could do that that's not really our interest you know the um, I, I, we're interested in uh, helping game gamers and the people who power games and so you know if we can send more um, legitimate customers to Google Play or to Steam or to the App Store um, great we'd love to do that for we'd love to do that for those guys it's interesting thing about it because just thinking what he was saying and thinking about that this made with unity as a store then in, it, it draws a sharp contrast of what is different from that in a steam page for example steam page mm -hmm. you go on to it has the videos has the tutorials they have reviews they have description it's the greatest thing exhilarating graphics but they don't have and I, I imagine this is at the heart of what you guys are leading in the curation even going forward and you mentioned before it is that story like that story can bring you into a game that you would not otherwise care about. If you can, mm -hmm. especially if you know you get more and more videos or whatever it is, you can read the story of how they created the game and what they actually intended to do with it. It that is such a powerful tool into making you take a second look at any given thing. You're like, oh, that okay, I, that looked like some weird platformer I didn't really care about. But wait a second, he's trying to do some weird thing because his dad has schizophrenia or something, and you're like, oh, that's that's strange. Okay. Let me check that out now. So that's that story. I think is the key difference that makes this thing so powerful. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And, and I mean, you know, we want to keep that at the heart of what of what we're doing and build off of that rather than try and uh, you know, get, move into move into an area that's going to defocus us from that, such as a store, and uh, and try and do you know try and be something we're not. Um, I have a. a Another question, I guess, more on like the uh, analytical side. So, you said uh, previously that you have like uh, like six digit plus uh, unique visits to the the, the Unity made with made with Unity site. Mm -hmm. um, do uh, are you guys currently working with like the analytics so developers can see how many people are going to this page and how many people are, are I guess going to buy their game from looking at these pages? Well, those of them that are purchasable at the moment yeah here, here's what we're um we're developing is um and and i've been very clear with uh with our made with unity team kind of what i'd like them to be focused on you know the, and, and it comes out of the right back to what i mentioned in boston um which was you know the the essence of made with unity is tell your story and be discovered and so really if you break that down um you can break it into two parts tell your story now tell your story um you should be able to measure how effective it is for developers to tell their story by um, providing uh, the developer community with data on how many stories are being created, um, how, uh, how fast is it to, to create a story, how many stories are updated regularly. Um, and, and you can imagine data around that notion of uh, ease of use and accessibility for, for all. Um, and then there's the be discovered component, which is if the first one is inbound, so I'm putting content on, on the site, um, being discovered is about outbound. How is the content being seen and viewed? 
and what are the what's the data and metrics to to you know allow us to optimize the discovery and allow developers a way of seeing that yes um, I am getting more impressions and exposure than I would be if I wasn't on here so fa- frankly it was a worthwhile investment of my time and the data that we look at there is um, number of uh, uh, posts of a story um, to social media by individual unique page views so essentially if I'm an average user, how many stories do I recommend outbound to other people? And what's the audience of that outbound um, in t- um, so that we can measure um, kind of um, future impressions and, and impressions on the product? Um, also, you know, act links into stores, which we do track. But really, it's about, you know, it, we correlate discovery with how many people are seeing this who wouldn't have seen it if it wasn't in existence right and uh we, we that's you know when we architected the site um, we architected it we wanted to get it up um and uh we did that um what we've also now been doing is um adding that telemetry in both those areas um telling your story and being discovered so that we can start to package it up and provide it um um out to people so they can understand the value of the time that they invested um, hasn't start hasn't started yet. Is a work in progress, and uh, and I'm I'd be, I'm excited to get it out. I'm also excited for our teams to be able to use it as well to further optimize the site. Cool. Do you have any like plans? Or I know you. Did, so we talked about you don't you don't have no intentions of making a store out of this. But what about the other side of the spectrum, to more towards a community? Well, make a, making a car. We're going to make a car. yeah a car. They, yeah, you did a car. car. And then you and get in the car make, and you play all the games. As you... Yeah, we're also going to make a made with Unity uh, <laughs> rocket. That, <laughs> that would be uh, good. I think that would get a lot of headlines. <laughs> I don't think we can compete effectively. But um, so, do, do we have any more plans for what Made with Unity can be, other than just the website? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Yes, That's we top do. Secret. Um, yes, we do. And um, you know, and, and Made with Yeah, Made with Unity is a um, is a is a program. Right. It, yes, it's a website. That's that's one of the tactical um, kind of uh, dimensions of it, but um, or manifestations of it. But it's really a program, as you and you you know, it's you'll see it. It's it's a hashtag on Fridays. Um, it's a it, it, it's a strategy that we employ in in more and more in in our PR, where we'll talk about specific made with Unity games. I mean, we have a wonderful made with Unity product. Got happening right now at uh, Sundance Festival. It's a uh, it's a VR product uh, called Leviathan that um, has been uh, made by Alex McDowell, who's a, a, a wonderful um, uh, a designer from Hollywood days. Um, he uh, was um, was uh, creative director on Minority Report, the movie, and uh, and Fight Club, and uh, now he um, he he is. Uh, the main uh, design lead in a, a world-building um, group in a- L.A. that are specialized in uh, building worlds in VR. So he's turning his, his immense um, design skills into the world of VR. And we've partnered with him on this uh, co-production called Leviathan, which is a Made with Unity product. So Made with Unity is at Sundance this week, right? So, um, we, uh, so, so it's a program. It's a program that's going to have more and more dimensions, um, and uh, we, you know, we we look forward to bringing them out. Some of them are going to be kind of more tactical, so tactical meaning, um, 
kind of more products that we might co-produce with people. Um, some of them are going to be more product orientated in terms of a website as a product, or maybe something else might might come out that uh, that uses made with Unity or made with Unity as a portion of. So we are we're, we're investing in it, and uh, it's not going to go away. It's just going to continue to grow. We we'll look forward to it then. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you also, as part of made with Unity, um, just change the splash screen in um, that comes with the free version, right? We did, we did. We were, you know, because again, we want to make made with unity a uh, a stamp of um, authenticity and quality. Really, you know, there are there are hundreds of thousands of games made with unity, and um, we want to associate associate um, the quality of those and the stories that have gone into them with uh, with, with who we are and what we do. So, yes, it's it's in the splash screen. Well, I think uh, it has been a, an awesome interview for all of us, and I hope you you enjoy it, um, Clive. And all the now all the listeners know how um, what made with Unity is. You can go check it out, make your profile, upload your project, uh, and start enjoying the the flow. So <laughs> thank yeah, you. Made, yeah, that's it. I mean, made with unity com. I'd, I'd go there it's fantastic and it, it just go there to look at things as well just go there and see what other people are doing um you know go to uh if you, if you know on twitter it's at made with unity so you know go and follow it you'll see lots of great stuff um you know get it tattooed on you <laughs> <laughs> made with unity get it tattooed have have some fun with it use, use our logo and get tattooed there you go it's also a great place to find some uh, inspiration as well so. Yeah, it is a great place to find some inspiration. Well, um, Clive, thank you very much for being in the show. Um, it was awesome to have you. Um, yeah. yeah. Where, where could people find you um, if they want to know more about you and what you do? Um, where can people find me? Well, they can find me on uh, on Twitter at uh, um, Clive Downey at Clive Downey. That's, that's always a good place to find me and my opinions on things, <laughs> um, and retweets of lots of Unity stuff, um, and um, so they can find me there. Um, yeah, that's probably the best place. It's a good start. Or LinkedIn. LinkedIn is sometimes where I am, so you can find me there. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Thank you, man. This is awesome. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you very much. And once again, you know, sincerely from us to you and all of your uh, listeners. Thank you for. Um, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for using Unity. You know, we we only we do what we do because of because uh, of you all. So thank you for for using it. We wouldn't be anything without it. Yeah, no. We have to thank you for making such an amazing uh, game engine that we we couldn't do any of our dreams come true on any of our games without Unity. So thank you. Uh, feel the love. Feel yeah, the this love. is getting really, this is getting, <laughs> getting emotional great. now, right? It is. All right, guys. Thank you very All much. All right, thanks. Uh, good one. Thank, Thank you. you.